Megavon and friends, Zerb here with a quick disclaimer. We had a couple technical issues recording this episode, so there are some spots where the audio quality is lower than usual, and then there's a short gap at around 39 minutes in. The episode is as listenable as any other, which may not fill you with optimism, but no, we want to be upfront for our wonderful audience. If you'd like to laud our upfrontness or curse our idiocy, please do so by writing us an email at lordoftherongspodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at Lord of the Wrongs Podcast. Enjoy. Megavon and friends, welcome to another episode of the Lord of the Wrongs podcast, the only Tolkien podcast the professor himself would dismiss as juvenile and crass. My name's Dan Zerby, and I am here, as always, with my good friend and co-host, Sean Kelly. Together, we'll be discussing the writings, news, adaptation, games, and anything else regarding J.R.R. Tolkien's Legendarium in a way he would not approve of. Hi, Sean. We have our work cut out for us today, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. We might have bitten off more than we can chew, and we can't yeah. chew much. We no, have little we mouths. Yeah, and we and we 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 not only have have a lot to chew, we we just cut a really big piece. Yeah, just like <laughs> we're shoving a real big piece in 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 our in our mouths today. Yeah, we we ordered a steak. We or our parents made us a steak, and we said, "No, Dad, I know how to cut it." And then we cut yeah. it in like four pieces, and we're just trying to. Yeah, all right. This this metaphor is a little too extended, and <laughs> yeah. just getting lost in the weeds. But yeah. today we're yeah. talking about the elves. We sure are, uh, which is a <laughs> very. Very broad and very deep topic that we will. Yeah, probably we gotta we gotta stay away from the tangents. Yeah. Oh my god, it's yeah, and it's this is <laughs> it's gonna be really easy to get into the tangents today, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of uh, getting lost in the tangents, uh, yeah. I, I say we just don our dunce caps early and just hop into yeah. correction corner it is huh? it is time for correction corner we each have a correction this time uh yeah but uh so well yeah. let me start you, go first, I, you have the less egregious mistake <laughs> okay well that, I, I honestly i would say it's the opposite but uh because <laughs> if you remember last time Zerbe and and friends listening at home mm. uh I did claim that the Nazgul were originally going to be giant crows. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know where, where I got that from. I just, I think I was conflating stuff. Maybe, uh, I mean, it sounded good. It sounded plausible. Yeah. Which is what I I strive for with these, uh, (laughs) these facts. Um, we both do. As long as it sounds plausible, it's probably true. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, if it sounds plausible enough that no one's going to look it up. You know. <laughs> what was what was that that uh fantasy series with the giant crows and like the weird aesthetic uh, it's like the chris dark crystal is that it oh yeah oh yeah the jim henson dark crystal movie yeah 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 the um, for the uh like giant vulture yeah i don't know i've i've maybe watched a little bit of it and maybe that got into my dream the night before and i, I don't know what i was thinking but turns out the nazgul were just i think probably gonna be nazgul yeah the whole time uh yeah even though i will say i think the the movie dark crystal is scarier than the nazgul <laughs> yeah that the movie is just, like i haven't watched much of it but i've seen it multiple really times. creepy it's i've just seen it multiple unsettling. times and i'm in Deeply, deeply uncomfortable every single time I'm watching it. It's I'm like, which oh. is that's what you want. Like the, a lot of the puppets in that are like closer to marionettes than your traditional kind of Muppets that even you saw in Labyrinth. Even the goblins in the Labyrinth were like closer to Muppets, and then you had these uh, weird like marionette type elfish creatures. That I'm just, I'm just a little too young to be <laughs> that steeped in like 80s uh, <laughs> like I've never seen a never ending story, never seen Labyrinth. Uh yeah, I don't know. I'm not I, I don't want to get too many people angry by listing all of the <laughs> all of the like, movies you classics seen, that yeah. I haven't seen. 
But uh, anyway, uh, you have a little bit of a correction yourself, Sarah. Yeah, I do. Well, I think this one is worse because this is a, uh, you know, I should have known this and you were right and I was wrong. Sean last episode was uh, saying that the uh, elvish rings of power were subject to the one ring and I disagreed until we finished recording. I immediately looked it up and saw that I couldn't have been more wrong. (laughs) Okay, Uh, it's. It's not that it's it's really not in the main stories not. very clearly. So it, I, I don't it, I don't blame you at all for that. Well, one. it is also very clearly in the Silmarillion and of the rings of power in the third age. Uh, here's the, yeah. I'll just real quick, uh, do a very short passage. Uh, this is talking about the Elvish rings. But Sauron could not discover them, for they were given into the hands of the wise, who concealed them, and never again used them openly, while Sauron kept the ruling ring. Therefore, the three remained unsullied, for they were forged by Celebrimbor alone, and the hand of Sauron had never touched them. Yet, they were also subject to the one. John was right, that, I was yeah, wrong. That, I feel silly. I, I appreciate that you're, you're a bigger man than I. I would have found a way to weasel out of... <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. Well, but. I figure if I'm gonna have strong opinions and be insistent on them, I better also be pretty good at going. I'm sorry, you were right, and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think I think with the One Ring, it's sort of um, it's it's less about how, him making the other rings and more about the power and the ring sort of yeah. enchantment on the one, yeah. just sort of uh, being like an, an umbrella that covers any. Any, any ring, ring of power, basically. Yeah. Any ring yeah. of power, yeah. Yeah, I think that's... So it, it's less about, like, being directly connected and more about, like, this is the spell on this that's ring. That's how powerful Sauron just controls is, yeah. rings of power. Yeah. yeah. So... Speaking of elves... All right. Uh, which our episode is about today. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's talk elves. Uh, uh, for this episode, I prepared something... I'm just going to say special... And you can you can take that with any interpretation that you like. But uh, I want to also point out to our listeners that I, while I am aware of what is coming, I've not heard it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm incredibly excited. And, All right, uh, I, I yeah. prepared a rap. And... He's got a rap. <laughs> got a rap about the elves, you guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, and so let me let me just get all of the couching and. Uh, sort of qualifying out of the way first never written a rap never performed a rap uh this is the nerdiest thing i think i've ever done uh, it, is, it is even nerdier <laughs> than this podcast <laughs> yeah no, it is it is the my nerdiest moment so far in a in a nerdy podcast uh so yeah i mean it's not much to it besides to just get into it so sean it away <laughs> all right the elves awoke first children of the holy bloke when a god pulled up some didn't want the smoke but it was by design when a melkor sins he started with malign and thus evil wins so some fled fear and doubt in their heads they were captured and twisted and the orcs had been bred when the valor realized he'd been disguised but they couldn't sit back and let chaos rise so they went to war and took the baddie out Dragged him back in chains, now devoid of clout. So Orome returned, inviting the children. But then he got spurned because doubt still filled them. So he asked for just three, saying, come with me. Just peep Valinor and then you'll see. So the leaders of the clans departed those lands. Then with the West at hand, now understanding the requested remanding and agreed to demanding the rest of their kin. Make the journey west. That story lies herein. Wow. (laughs) Nope. There's more. Elves don't die, but they're doomed to fade. Yeah, their bodies don't either, but they can be slayed. Back in Beleriand, you see some stayed. Didn't want to make the journey, they were comfy or afraid. They're the Dark Elves now, or the Avari. The unwilling stayed, they remained unswayed. They're less able to in a fight than their brethren. They didn't see the light, so they're less than. Until when, along came men. The elves are greater. So in skill remain, beyond mortal can, though they strive in vain. 
back to the faithful folk, those who stayed the path. They would rather risk the journey than remain in risk wrath. And so they followed the hunter, and lo, the peoples were sundered. The west coast flow became a mere trickle, as the will and the wants of the elves proved fickle. When they hit the misty mountains, a group went south. They followed the Anduin to its great big mouth. These Nandor abhorred the thought of crossing the mountains. They eschewed the path and sat at almost great fountains. The wall up ahead stayed yet more. Another group hung around the valley floor. They checked out the forest, adored it, and chilled a bit. Them's the Sylvan elves who think trees are lit. <laughs> the rest of the group just shrugged and moved on. They figured the good days were halcyon. At last, the elves, elven folks hit the coast. Seeing the sea then, a group left the host. These peeps became the Grey Elves, also known as the Sindar. Chilled on the beach where the salt-laden winds are. They built cities and raised many a ship's bar. Later, some crossed seas to end up in Valmar. Caught between worlds, they were considered as Eldar. But as far as they got, they ain't hanging with Valar. So when the first people showed, they pulled up to the sea with nowhere to go. So Omo bestowed a little bit of flex. He broke off an island and hit him with the boat tech. He floated people across the ocean on a boulder and brought the crew together with the Venure and the Noldor. Oh, shit. Therefore, the greatest distinction was wrought. The strongest of them reached the destination they had sought. Calaquendi lived in the light of the West. That's why those guys were the best of the best. Moraquendi never even saw the <laughs> Moraquendi never saw the light even a little. And the Sindar ended up stuck somewhere in the middle. Finally our tale of elves has run its course. Except, of course, excepting the horse lords. Roquendi, the people with the saddles under butts. JK, they aren't real rocking these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that was so much better and more than I had any expectation to do. Holy shit, Sean, that was great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> I I was laughing, not, not because it wasn't <laughs> awesome, but because it was so good. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I, wow, that I spent more time on that than I probably even should have, but... <laughs> <laughs> dude that seriously that was awesome that was great oh, thank you yeah trying yeah. to <laughs> trying to come up with like rhymes and like any sort of palpable flow with like caliquendi or like <laughs> just like any of the names <laughs> of the elves is just man yeah yeah so Holy shit. <laughs> I guess now we should explain what I just explained in <laughs> yeah. this rap that was unintelligible to somebody who doesn't know what any of these was, things are. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that was amazing. Um, unless you don't know anything, unless you <laughs> haven't read the Silmarillion at all or know the, the first like couple chapters because otherwise you're lost. But oh my God, that was great. Yeah, so let's um, yeah, let's explain that a little bit. I'm just gonna use this rap as reference, which is yeah. yeah. It's just scrolling through. I just scrolled back up to the top on my phone, and it's way longer than I thought it should have been. So <laughs> the elves awoke. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we'll start in the beginning. The elves yeah. just kind of woke up in Quivienne. Yeah. Or did yeah. I mean, Aluvatar, when he made the world, kind of wanted to populate it with, uh, like, people to enjoy it. Yeah. So he came up with the elves, and then uh, they, the Valar just sort of prepared the world for them, and they didn't really know, like, what they were going to, like, who they were going to be or when they were going to get there. Yeah, what they were going to Right, Yeah. They're just kind of also waiting around. It's like, all right, everyone's <laughs> ready. All right. Yeah, whenever you guys are, whenever you guys want to show up, we're just chilling, waiting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the elves were so the only light they saw were the stars, and as I think we mentioned in the yeah, uh, well, one of the previous episodes, they that they immediately fell in love with the reflection of the stars in the uh yeah lake in front of them uh yeah yeah that's where they saw it first and then they turned their eyes up if i'm yeah i just don't remember if it was a lake or a pond but that may be the least important (laughs) thing that we've (laughs) (laughs) come across that's that's very 
Yeah, that's very true. Agreed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and so they woke up. But I mean, like I said, the Valar didn't really know they were there. So randomly, right. Orame was kind of riding out there. And yeah, the hunt, the huntsman of the Valar, if you don't remember yes. or haven't listened to our fourth episode about the Valar yeah, he's sitcom the spectacular of, special. He's sort of the um, he's halfway between uh, Diana, the goddess and uh, the the guy from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> Alan Quartermain. Yes, Alan Quartermain. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hell of a reference <laughs> yeah that i couldn't remember the <laughs> the actual name of but um <laughs> yeah so somehow melkor this is one i'm not like a hundred percent clear on but like somehow melkor like spread lies about uh orme and like put doubt in their hearts but i don't yes, like how did he do did. that uh that's a great question uh it's really annoying because i just listened to no, it, i feel like not that long ago i listened to that chapter of the silver yeah, but it's like not even really explained in the silver like i'm just wondering how that like no, yeah. this is this friggin like well you know he, i think he could change his form still then so maybe he came as like oh yeah elf. because like yeah he in the in the (laughs) silmarillion he basically is just like yeah well malcor showed up and like made them to be afraid of orme when he came yeah yeah how would like if this like big like power metal giant (laughs) evil guy came up and was just like hey this uh uh this guy on horseback is going to show up and you should be afraid of him. Like what <laughs> you're going mean, to trust that be, guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I mean, hearing Orme coming would have been terrifying. Oh yeah. You, know, you had is like riding like an absolute son of a bitch, just killing monsters and shit. Yeah. Fun. No, Orme would not be a fun <laughs> guy to encounter face to face. I'll say no he he's like yeah he would be scary so it's uh you know he is a god yeah. <laughs> so it's not it's it's not a it's not unreasonable that the elves might have been frightened of him even without Melkor you know being a yeah freaking them feeding them lies but lies he fed and then so that's why when Orme first rocked up and saw them a bunch of them just ran away and yeah, they just ran and just ran off into the woods. And uh so that after that, uh Melkor started like snatching them basically and yeah. uh brought them to Angband at the time. Oh no, it was uh, uh Yeah, it was well um, it was Angband, but um th- this guy has had like he had, there's like four different names for his uh for his like castle of evil. Yeah. But uh yeah. Uh, he he basically just tortured them and twisted them and corrupted them until they became orcs. That's like yeah. the yeah, Tolkien kind of tortured them into being orcs. Yeah, yeah. Tolkien kind of jumped around on like where the orcs came from, but that was kind of like that's what's in the Silmarillion. So that's kind of the yeah. yeah he did. Um, yeah, he was. It was the orcs are 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 tricky just always ends up coming up with an awkward thing of like can they be redeemed but again it's like tolkien was never comfortable with that like in the writings yeah like that's you know there's no um yeah. it was a tune no pretty irredeemable but ah there we go yeah oh, yeah that's right yeah, so that was like his evil for. Well, no, because they destroyed Atumno. Yeah. Oh, no. So they basically, yeah. So Melkor made the orcs in Atumno, which is maybe one of his greatest sins. Oh, yeah. yeah um, and then uh, he basically, the Valar like saw that and they were like, all right, we can't leave this guy to just keep, <laughs> keep like screwing with everything we're trying to do here yeah, it's like we're yeah. trying to do something nice and you're really the, fucking it up <laughs> hey kidnapping not cool so they they basically that's went, a lesson for real life too yeah i mean if you need to be told <laughs> that then you're probably not you know 
yes, you can yeah. just go ahead and, and just uh, not listen. That's fine by me. <laughs> yeah. I'll estrange the kidnappers. But um, yeah. <laughs> they they basically uh, like that's when they fought Melkor the first time and uh, yeah. like threw him down, broke his house and then like brought him back to Valinor yeah. in chains. Yeah, they did. Um, he just had to take it for a while. Yeah, basically. <laughs> they, yeah. uh, they, uh, that was like part of the reason they were kind of like afraid of the Velar initially. Some of them also, because like, they yeah. only the only thing they'd seen of these gods is Orme riding up, which he was like just insanely yeah. like scary and <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> this huntsman, yeah, and then them, like huntsman. stomping yeah. around <laughs> in the north, just destroying entire like mountain ranges in order to like <laughs> arrest another god. So I would be. <laughs> wary of them yeah. <laughs> yeah. arrest <laughs> another god yeah. <laughs> i would be too yeah I, I think that's a reasonable reasonable uh, reaction so basically uh then orame like asked them like hey do you guys want to come to valinor this home that we like prepared for us but like we think you should come here because it's like safe and it's perfect and all that good stuff and they were like oh yeah. i don't no, like that you're kind of scary i don't like not all of them trusted him basically so <laughs> they took the three right, representatives yeah. do you remember who they were i don't have that on info on hand oh it's I, uh I, I just don't. so ingway finway <laughs> and elway um nice i definitely right, would it, not have been able to recall that information <laughs> well anyway um so they basically took them as uh ambassadors to check it out and um yeah they they all like went there and they were like oh my god this is sick actually like this place is great you guys should all come so they <laughs> brought them back yeah Those and rules. then uh you know he asked again he was like all right now that you guys have seen it do you want to come and still <laughs> uh this you know like I don't think there are that many instances of like exact. I mean, there are barely ever instances of exact numbers, but certainly like, oh yeah, uh, almost never, certainly yeah. like <laughs> even a like a rough percentage of the group. We don't get a lot, but like a number of them didn't go uh, at all. <laughs> Obviously, it was a large enough number. Yeah, it's weird so, because yeah. like you're kind of dealing with these small numbers, but. It's also a lot of the time with Tolkien, like he'll give this like with the dwarves, like only there were only a few like fathers of the dwarves, but like they Saturn, yeah. yeah, but then there's also like, oh, they also had uh, big like groups of retainers each, you know, like it's not like yeah. there it was just this weird, uh, you know, like one family situation and everybody's descended from that, like. But he he'll only mention yeah. the uh, like ruling family sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty much. Because okay. I mean, that's you know who the history books get written about. Yeah, <laughs> and this is a made up history book, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean that, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so those are the Afari, the the unwilling or the refusers, and they didn't, yeah. they just didn't want to go. So um, yep, they refused the summons. So then the rest of them became the Eldar. And so they all uh, they all started making this journey west. So Quivienne is the place where they awoke. And it's like, I don't know exactly. They don't know where it is anymore because the world got changed later. But it's right. Yeah. It's pretty far east. It's like east of the Misty Mountains. And the world was bigger than like to the west of the misty mountains so they had a long way to go yeah um i found a map there we go let's see Valerians, yeah oh it's like a map of the first stage like all of arda in the first stage yeah well basically so they started all just wandering west and then occasionally uh or may would wide like ride back and be like all right guys come on like <laughs> 
let's keep it moving and then he just ride off again and he's you know he's like <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i have stuff to do but like just you know just keep it moving and yeah. uh so then they they basically like these groups sort of kept splitting off as they were going yeah uh, they did they kept splitting off so there's uh east of, so i think balerian was west of the misty mountains right like that was the area yes. yeah so balerian is or was um so if you look at like the map of middle earth that you know from like lord of the rings and the hobbit and stuff uh there's a huge mass of land there that is underground or underwater excuse me yeah. underwater because uh, at the end of the se- sorry spoil alert again for <laughs> uh the end of the yeah i mean we're just <laughs> yeah. anyway it doesn't yeah. matter yeah you're uh, you're they- gonna get that spoiled <laughs> Yeah, it's going to get spoiled. Uh, Beleriand is this huge land mass that's on Middle Earth that gets thrown under the waves at a certain point. Uh, yeah, which uh, and, we'll uh, kick that ring down the road, but well, we'll, yeah, we can mention it in this. They don't even yeah. say much about the War of Wrath, which happens like at the end of the first age. First age, yeah. Um, yeah. But it, like, it basically. I mean, quick summary, they, the, yeah. the Valar basically had enough of Melkor's antics throughout the first age, and they came and brought this group of elves with them from Valinor and just kicked his ass. And it was yeah. such an intense war, you know, involving all of the gods and dragons and everything that uh, yeah. it just destroyed, like destroyed hills, destroyed mountains, yeah. rose it, mountains. It put, it, it put the entire uh, yeah, northwest of Middle Earth underwater. Yeah. So <laughs> utterly destroyed. Yeah. If you look at a map of this, like it's going to be different. It's going to be basically the same landmass, but bigger, Much like bigger, with a whole yeah. section, uh, you know, oh, yeah. west of of Middle Earth, and then uh, you know that's just underwater now. And some things were sort of remade, rearranged. But anyway, that all that is to say, <laughs> they rocked up to the Misty Mountains. Two different groups of elves. One group stayed there. Another one saw the uh, uh, the Anduin, and they followed that south. Yeah. And um, so then you know they kept going west. They eventually, you know, like people just kept splitting off because they weren't all convinced that it was worth like, you know, they loved, yeah. you know, Middle Earth was beautiful at this time. There wasn't really that. Yeah, and, and they loved being there. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't that much like going on. So it was like taking the sure thing over this promise of uh, Valinor, this like paradise where it's like, can right. we even trust that this is real or that it's worth they, the journey? Yeah. They've been messed with by Melkor, so they're not always sure what they can trust. Understandable, but, uh, really. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, somebody's whispering lies into their ear. Yeah. They, uh, so then another group, uh, stops, uh, the, you know, one of the larger groups stops next to the sea. Um, but, you know, a bunch of elves just sort of settled in Beleriand and uh, including uh, another ring we're going to have to kick down the road, uh, Thingol, Edu Thingol. Yeah. And uh, very important character. Yeah. Yeah. Who basically sees a woman, a Maya woman and falls in love with her and is just standing and like they just like make intense sort of uh sexual <laughs> eye contact and just stand there for like a couple years unmoving yeah <laughs> so yeah. he gets left behind <laughs> yeah. and all his people are like looking for him and they stay behind um Elian, and by then, the way, is the name of that maya that no, they yeah. Yeah. yeah but yes like i said that one is gonna need its own story yeah. like the whole story like, of... yeah they're the parents of luthien and blah 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 so it's a whole thing we'll get into that they're story. very important but um take that ring down the river yes and uh so then the what is it the Tellery? well no they're the, like the the sindar remained in Beleriand. but then yes, uh they're the gray elves they, yeah they settled um sindar near are the of sea. the Tellery, like when the Tellery split into three 
and the Sindar yeah. or one of those three. Well, yeah. we're we're gonna at towards you know like later yeah. in this episode we're gonna get into the nitty gritty of the names because yeah. it's pretty hard to. There's a <laughs> yeah. lot, but like, and you don't need to know all of them. It's just there's really a couple that yeah. are kind of important, right? Yeah. But exactly. um, so then the Vanyar and the Noldor ended up continuing on, and they basically rocked up to the shore. And they were like, okay, how do we get across the ocean? Yeah. And uh, Orme is like, yeah, I don't I don't really have a plan for that. <laughs> it's like, I'm not really a boat guy. I'm more of a ho- horse, I'm a horse guy. Like, My horse just kind of like runs across the water, but I don't. Do you yeah. guys have those? Or? <laughs> it's like, why don't you get your horses that can, your Jesus horses that can just run across that, the water? No yeah, problem. That like fire comes off of their feet <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, yeah, we don't, we don't need, we don't have those. And, yeah. um, he's like, hang on. So he gets Olmo. He gets his, to, yeah, his buddy Olmo. Yeah. <laughs> who snaps an island off of the friggin' <laughs> yeah, coast. Right, yeah. And just sends it across the ocean as a boat. It's, it's, and it's so, good to be a god. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. So the, the Vanyar and the Noldor end up he brings them all the way to um, Valinor where they stay. And then basically later the Falmari who are like the sea elves. So there's like a group of the elves that were staying near the ocean who like, they just loved it so much that they didn't want to go. But then later they were just like, Hey, like, are you sure we can't come? Cause like they, they kind of showed up a little late. (laughs) Uh, so then Olmo the island back <laughs> yeah, he does. and then grabs them and then brings them. And then they, I think they just, they live on the island, right? They, they live do. on they the, don't live on the mainland. Yeah. They live on the island, which is, uh, so it's called the, is it the lonely island? The last island? What is Tolera say? I mean, uh, let's see. Yeah, if you could look that up. But basically, they live on the island. And so this is sort of the that was like the entire myth and explanation as to why basically the entire land the is just coded yeah. in elves. Tol, the Lonely yeah, Isle. Yeah, Toll is Isle and Erisea would be lonely. Not to be confused with the Lonely Island. No, yeah. Although they were popular. I don't think they're ready. They were what? Yeah. They were on a boat, so. <laughs> oh yeah okay it, it does track a little bit <laughs> but the boat wasn't an island so Correct. Like, they yeah. don't quite have the same they don't have that eldar swag it's but true. uh no, they do not <laughs> <laughs> who, who among us do <laughs> all right anyway. so it's so easy to get distracted all right let's keep going <laughs> yeah it really yeah this this is a hard one because like there's so many like it, it it's like fighting the urge to dip into every other i know like everything we mentioned yeah we can't do that because otherwise this could be a two hour long episode yeah of just like explaining in detail every one of these groups that wouldn't be fun for us and it wouldn't be fun to listen to either so no like you just need like i think the basics sort of help you inform like what they like where these different groups sort of came from because it's also like for instance uh i'm trying to like i mean most of the elves we know are noldor who were like went to aman and that's why they're so powerful and, and everything the elves because they're just so deep that's it's deep man <laughs> deep elves but like there are multiple characters that were born in Valinor oh, yeah. that we see. Galadriel is in... one of the most famous ones. Yeah. Yeah. Galadriel. Uh, Celeborn also, yeah, I believe, was, well. or he was born in on Tolerasea, probably. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, they're born at this time. Right. Yeah. You know, they are born uh, during the first age. It's so freaking old they are. The, that bearded elf. Bearded uh, the shipwreck. Yes, he was also. He was probably one of the ones who awoke. He may have been not, not maybe not, maybe not the ones who awoke. But he was, he was, he was there by the time they arrived in, yeah. like in the west of Valerian. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, he was he's so of, old that he's the only elf that had time to grow a beard. Like that's how old he is. <laughs> they can't even grow a rat mustache, and that takes a long. Yeah, they time. can't even grow a rat mustache, and yet he's got a full beard. 
Speaking of rat mustache, I don't know. That's not a real uh, transition, but <laughs> choo-choo. Time for an adaptation. We're pulling into adaptation. All right. Station. Yeah. Oh, man, I was going to have my slide whistle ready for that. <laughs> do you have a slide whistle? I actually do have a slide whistle. <laughs> oh, of course you do. Okay. Before you... Um... There you go. Oh. <laughs> That's not really a train whistle, but... <laughs> Sorry. That's yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> so I've got an adaptation for us, uh, and it is it is Valinor okay. related. I've got a uh, Tyrion upon Tuna nine hundred two one zero. So I think that's the year or something, maybe since the also work. But uh, <laughs> so Tyrion upon Tuna is uh, the like city of you know the elves of the valar in uh valinor and so i figured it's just a bunch of like rich and perfect elves (laughs) that are like hanging out on this like city upon a hill and um so i figured we just kind of follow their like privileged antics you know yeah that makes sense are we thinking i mean this could even yeah, I mean, be like a reality show if you know the elves are yeah no, that's what i'm saying oh, good <laughs> they're real housewives <laughs> of Tyrion of Pontuna. <laughs> yes yeah, that that was that was yeah. my alternate uh <laughs> title for that <laughs> but yeah it's like the so the Vanyar are like the the best friends with yeah. the Valar, the yeah, gods, good buddies, yeah. and yeah. So like, I mean, the these are elves. the they're the pretty ones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're the the most privileged among yeah, the privileged. They sure are. So like, watch it. Like, I just love to see like this overly dramatized, like all the struggles that like the most privileged beings. <laughs> <laughs> On the face of Arda ha- would have to go through every day of them just like just having drama between each other, vying for the uh, favor of like Mandos <laughs> yes. or something. <laughs> Manway likes me more. No, Manway likes Manway, me more. And yeah. then you know, there's, there's wine thrown <laughs> in each other's faces and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Maybe even a sword getting drawn eventually. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, yeah. Yeah. No, I. I mean, it seems bad, right? Yeah, it would be a uh, <laughs> very disappointing to see the elves behaving so poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I my some of my previous adaptations have been like too good after yeah, I say like, them out oh, loud. And works, after yeah. like you like you, yeah, you'll like rephrase it for me and I'll be like, ah oh, shit, that's actually like that that actually would be kind of cool. This one oh, would be bad from oh, yeah, so it would many be awful. points. <laughs> Because I mean that show, you know Beverly Hills, yeah, nine two one zero is oh, pretty man, yeah, bad on its own. Crap, yeah. yeah. Right. I hate to offend yeah, anybody you're with that fan, one, but uh, uh, sorry, you know you you can like what you like, you know. <laughs> fair enough. But I, I just want to point out real quick, quick tangent. Uh, if you Google Tyrion upon tuna, a lot of images of like Tyrion Lannister photoshopped onto a can of tuna shows up. And I just think that's I think that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's much better than getting uh, any relevant information. <laughs> I feel like that's something the people should know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. Yeah. God, I, I'm gonna Google that as well. But, too. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that all these people definitely had to like make it so that this would be the the good like the what <laughs> yeah, the Google right. result is. Um, but. Uh, do you want to do you want to kick us off with the sort of groups yeah, of elves? Right. So we've mentioned a bunch of these names already, but we're, we'll just go through the family tree real quick uh, without being too specific and getting into everything because it's just as Sean said before, it's not you don't need to know these things like by heart, you know, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, so no. there's there's some useful yeah. info, but like you don't like it's a not, lot of it's just sort of only relevant right, it's not, to the story yeah, it's it's not super important to your understanding of the story but so the quendi is the name of just all elves that's uh that's, and then that group is split into two groups as we mentioned before the avari which is the unwilling the ones who uh, refuse the summons to go back to valinor 
and the Eldar, who did, in fact, go west. And then the Eldar are broken up into three more groups. The Vanyar, the Fair Elves, who we just discussed, who lived in Tyrion upon Tuna. The Noldor, the Deep Elves. And the Tellery. Yeah, the they're also known singers. as the hindmost because they were the last to um, follow the summons. Yeah, like they, 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 did the fo- uh, they did follow the summons, but they, they're the sea elves. But they, those three groups are based on uh, the like original three right. clans of like the, with these patriarchs that yeah. awoke. So they kind of awoke in like three clans right. or families. And then yeah. those and they became were the, the three. Split when the Avari was the group that just didn't go back. Yeah. yeah, and they were the the first clan, the Vanyar. Everybody to Valinor because they were just <laughs> into it. But the other two, the yeah. Noldor and the Teleri, were the uh, they. Some of them didn't and go. So the Noldor is the Deep Elves. The Noldor are broken into two more groups. There's the Amanyar Noldor, which are the Noldor of Aman, who stayed in Valinor, and the Tenyan Goldi, which are the exiled uh, Neldor, which uh, refers to uh, the group of Neldor that they left for one reason or another. Reason Most or another. of them because yeah. of uh, <laughs> Fanor, that asshole, who we'll get to again some other time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we but, get. Uh... Sorry, go ahead. They're the movers, yeah, they're the and, movers shakers. and shakers. Like uh, Gladriel was an exiled Noldor. Uh, you know, a lot of the elves. El- Elrond yeah. later. Well, Elrond really count? He didn't because yeah, he he never. He was he was born into. They were yeah. still all exiles because they weren't allowed back. Like right, even their yeah. children and stuff. But you know, he was born later. But they were all like all the elves, yeah. the high elves. We basically see are the Noldor right, and yeah. exiles. So then we get to the Tellery, which breaks those down into three different groups. We have the Falmari, the Sea Elves of Amman, the Sea Elves who just stay in Val- off the coast of Valinor. They don't go anywhere. Uh, we have the Sindar, who are the Grey Elves of Beleriand. Who, uh, Probably the biggest number that we see. Yeah, the biggest number. Like, uh, right off the top of your, my head, like, Arondir is specifically from Beleriand, who's, uh, you know, a made-up character for Rings of Power. He's uh, a really cool character. Yeah. Um, and he's born in Beleriand. We find that out. So he's one of those in the Sindar. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to get into too yeah. specific because it's going to take so long. They're, so generally, there are like a few kingdoms of Sindar and basically yeah. all of them are, they're, they're like just, they're sort of lesser elves because they didn't see the light. That's like an important distinction right. for the elves, like that yeah. determines their sort of power levels. Yeah, like how yeah how powerful they are, how how revered they are by how, other how wise and, and stuff, strong yeah. and all that stuff. Right. You'll hear Tolkien say like you can see the light in their face a right, lot, yeah. and that's sort of like yeah. they 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 absorb the light of the uh, West. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know when we're talking about seeing the light, we're like we're talking about the light of the two trees of valinor yeah and yeah yeah because um yeah not not the lamps that preceded the trees yeah they, they were those on, were already broken they were on middle earth yeah those were broken and they were on middle earth anyway they weren't in yeah valinor. um but uh i mean it's it the the light of the two trees is basically the light of heaven it's like it's hallowed by the yeah. gods and that yeah yavana made those trees and, yeah yeah but anyway sorry continue with the tellery Anyway, so the other uh, group of the Tellery are the Nandor, not to be confused with the character from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> oh, it's, I didn't see that one. There's another movie oh, I haven't a... seen that will piss people off. <laughs> uh, he's actually in the show. I don't think he's in the movie, but either way, it's oh, okay. hilarious. Uh, yeah, no, I've heard, I've had it recommended. I, could, I, I haven't been able to find it because I do want to watch that. But there's also the light. It's on Hulu. Yeah, so the Nandor are broken into two groups, the Sylvan Elves and the L- Lyquendi. Um, the Lyquendi are the green elves of Assyrian, which is a uh, part of Beleriand. Uh, basically, all these river tributaries to River Galleon uh, that flow out of the Arid Luwin uh, mountains. That's that's a Sarian, and that's that's where they that's where they lived. And then uh, the other group is the Sylvan Elves, the Wood Elves, um, which uh, you know they live in uh, Greenwood. These are um, uh, Galadriel's not kin necessarily, but, but like people Her in Lothlorien. Constituents. 
Her constituents, yeah. Same <laughs> with uh, the Elven King and Mirkwood, Thranduil. His people are Sylvan Elves. Um, Thranduil was... He himself was not uh, Sylvan, but his he was the... Was he Noldor? Uh, that's a good question. I right, well, you continue. I'll, I'll, I'll look that up, but I'm pretty sure he was Calicundi. I, yeah, he was he was he was not a Sylvan elf himself, but he was the king of these Sylvan elves, these uh, these wood elves. Yeah, that's actually goes through the whole family tree of the different group of elves without going into too many specifics yeah. about each one. Because again, we can only talk about so much. <laughs> yeah. So I think one of the most important distinctions is Calaquendi versus Mordequendi. Yeah. So the Calaquendi are the ones who were in Amon when the trees were there, basically. Yeah. And that includes the Teleri, the um the sea elves who went uh like back on the island of Tolarasea, because they could like see the light of the two trees from yeah. the the island there because it was close enough. Yeah. But that's like the Vanyar and the Noldor and the and the Felmari, the sea elves are like the ones who saw the light, and that just makes them inherently more like wise and powerful. Yeah. Exactly. And then the Moraquendi are the dark elves who like the Avari, the ones who split off in the beginning, and all the ones who basically split off and just stayed in Middle Earth without traveling across the Sindar yeah. and, and friends. They are all more Quindy. So they're just sort of, you know, they're lesser than the the elves who saw the light of the trees, but they're still, you know, they're still immortal and powerful and all that. It's just not like they're the yeah. the Calaquendi are in a league of their own, basically. They are. Yeah. Anyway, are so. you guys still awake? <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody out there still? <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's like a, it's there's so many like yeah, it's like important stuff to like to know, but it's also like not the most thrilling thing to, no, <laughs> to learn about it's a, either. Well, it's not, you know, it's, it's like yeah. it's hard because like this is good stuff to know if you want to read or listen to the Silmarillion or something. Having if you know this, easier, yeah, yes, if you know this beforehand, you're like, okay, this is like a lot of this is important to know. And then you're hearing yeah. a bunch of like random place names and you're like, if I don't know what that is, then it's probably not important. And so you yeah. can like, I mean, even I, I know a lot of these characters. I've been listening to the Silmarillion as a view, I believe. Yeah. And um, like, I still am getting confused by all the L's and ins, in, you know, the Ingway, yeah. Finway, Elway and Olway. Like those are all important dudes yeah and they're all different people and then they also have other names <laughs> yeah and then there's it's like confusing finway finrod finarfin fincolfin fingon yeah. their names are just so similar that it yeah. you know it makes sense for him to have yeah, I mean, look, these names like have that. like actual meaning because he invented the languages for it, but it's also that doesn't help if you don't <laughs> <really> <laughs> speak. It does one. not it's make like, the characters very distinct. It's like it doesn't whoa. make it easy as a reader. Yeah, it it really it's like who's this guy again? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, they're yeah. like they're important characters that you'll get to know over time and everything like obviously we've mentioned fanor is super important and you'll know galadriel but like her brother the guy you see in rings of power is like very yeah. important finrod felagund oh yeah but another um, ring we have to kick down the river <laughs> yeah absolutely he's awesome yeah he's he could he's one of the episode, actually he's so yeah, great i think he, he could he, he does a lot in he really does uh, he's a very important character movie. Yeah. Before he, spoiler alert, dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah there, it. This is this was gonna be a tough one for us because there's just so. Uh, it we're talking about these groups of elves, and it's like, how do we not just start diving into like all the random stories from Silmarillion? I know. Yeah, this is why we warned ourselves. You know, stay away You know how tangents. we stop ourselves from doing that is by casting it into the fire yeah we're gonna cast <laughs> it into the fire which is uh 
It's that's the new version of I demand a recast. Yeah. No gaffle. Still no gaffle. Yes. Yeah, I, I would love if I like if I had ordered an, a gaffle on Amazon and it just came when I was like, ah, oh, that's a better yeah. name. I'm just going to hit the gaffle anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, wait, I think we need um, I think we need a, uh, <laughs> a the clip of uh, Elrond in the movie. Going, <laughs> so just sweaty. Drop that in there. So sweaty. Yeah. So intense. Yeah. The glisten. There is. But uh so w- today we're gonna recast one of our favorite elves. Legolas. Legolas, yes. So pretty, so pretty. Um <laughs> Yeah, and some of the choices I had were so pretty as well. I have a lot of pretty choices as well. Yeah. Um so you know so, what do we think? Do we think Orlando Bloom was just a bad choice or we think he was great? I think he was great, I mean, but he can't play Legolas forever. No, that's right. Yeah, no, it would it would be play, like we're not gonna. If you're doing a remake of Lord of the Rings, you're not gonna like reprise. Yeah, you're not gonna any of the actors or characters. Yeah, no, because you know we all age. Although to Orlando Bloom's credit, I don't know if he just uses moisturizer or what. He looks great. <laughs> Yeah, he barely ages. There are I mean, a few really, yeah. that, <laughs> like, yeah, we could recast him. We could cast like uh, Keanu or something, yeah. and we could probably trust that he's immortal anyway. Yeah. So he would actually make a good elf. You know what? It, I but... did write down Keanu Reeves as one of them. <laughs> really? Well, that's the thing I wanted to point out that you know we're so used to seeing uh, Legolas um, as Orlando Bloom portraying him in. Uh, in the Lord of the Rings films, uh, and he's not necessarily blonde. In fact, it's likely he's not blonde-haired. Uh, most elves were not were most most elves were not blonde hair. It was actually somewhat not rare, but not very common for blonde-haired elves. Uh, and in the book, he's never actually described. Tolkien never specifically says really anything about what he looks like. It doesn't get a lot of love in the book. Yeah, he really doesn't. Uh, <laughs> he just never talks to Frodo. <laughs> he does actually say one thing to Frodo no. in the book. There's <laughs> yeah. one. There's one time I think when they're like going down uh, the Anduin or something around that time. They there's like literally yeah, one. He like responds to him. I think once. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. Yeah, it doesn't get described. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, we don't know what he looks like. Don't know his hair color is. We don't know he for sure that he has some gorgeous. snark. Yeah, he does. But he bit. doesn't really have like he, he has snark, but not really like humor. Yeah, he's really I there guess. to like represent the elves. So he's like not necessarily. I wouldn't say he's like, condescending. Yeah, Maybe a little condescending at the beginning, but he's haughty. haughty is a I'd better word. Haughty. Yeah, you're right. But not even particularly later in the story. He's just kind of like I'm an elf, so you know. I'm different from you like his other his <laughs> otherness in the fellowship is very is, is highlighted but it's he more, himself as a character is not as developed as 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 pretty much any other character including gimli in the fellowship yeah, yeah. but uh all right so you had you had Keanu it was, was one, one of, one of mine yeah. <laughs> just because again the guy doesn't age so you know he could play an elf at any point in his career probably <laughs> Yeah, I think I think like we don't even need the uh yeah. the two sods resurrection oh, yeah. sort of technology. We could yeah. just yeah, have the personality him. matrix is but, a uh, point for <laughs> <laughs> what we uh while we're on the topic of uh you know uh handsome gentlemen, uh I'm thinking Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> a a Texas elf. <laughs> All right, all right, <laughs> yeah, all right, Gimli. Like, what do you think, man? You a little bit reefer? hunkier than owner <laughs> <laughs> <Stoner> elf. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of, of Legolas asking everybody for reefer. Like, I don't have <laughs> like any. That's you'd, you'd be a lot cooler if it's you like... did. <laughs> <laughs> you have any pipe weed? No, oh, you'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Christ! <laughs> um, I another one right. I had. I've been favorite. I had uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I mean it's that a little one's on like the a... nose, honestly. 
yeah. these days <laughs> I it's mean, like a pretty you know, the guy is cast in like fucking everything and he's a great actor i'm not it's not a criticism it's just he's all over the place nowadays he's he's one of those people that's like you almost don't want to like him because he's so likable and popular he's a very very good actor too. Like, that's the other thing it's like yeah, shit. the like the hipster in you is like oh man do i have to like this guy <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah i mean you kind of yeah, do so but like you don't have to very talented. But, like, he, he deserves it yeah pretty easy <laughs> who else do you, who, you have um uh i also had owen wilson <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because related to <laughs> owen wilson um i had tom hiddleston they're both in that Loki show. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but also, you know. Yeah, both of those are work very well. Pretty goofy. Yeah. Uh maybe maybe the comedy <laughs> uh, maybe the comedy version of Lord of the Rings <laughs> comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm trying to think of where they'd put the wow. You <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> yeah. yeah. Legolas, what do your L5C? Oh wow! They're taking the elves to Isengard. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> they're taking the elves to Isengard. Oh wow! Look, <laughs> I'm doing a little bit of like <laughs> I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I really have a Wilson. Yeah, now, I've but, like uh... yeah. <laughs> Do you have anyone I have a few else? more actually. Um, for some reason, I wrote I Joker no Jared Leto. I don't know why I specifically wrote Joker Jared Leto. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's just because it would be even more just, unhinged than, so the, uh, than the Melkor Jared yeah, Leto. Um, that wasn't a real one. It was just something I wrote down and thought was funny. <laughs> uh, but I did have a, a, a very serious one. Uh, Jamie Campbell Bauer, who plays... Um, oh, that one I'm going to have to yeah, look so up. He plays... He is in the most recent season of Stranger Things as um, the one. He's also... He's, he's the main bad guy. Uh his name i can't remember uh oh yeah i can see that uh, for sure yeah, yeah well he's got like a very youthful face and um he has those sort of angular features yeah he's very elfish he would, looking for sure yeah yeah you you would definitely like i don't know you can just sort of imagine it an elf even though it's not really like yeah explicitly stated but it's certainly the you know from all of the yeah uh, yeah, he plays Vecna as the character. In, Vecna, yeah, Vecna yeah. slash one slash Henry Creel. Stranger Things. I don't know. I don't know if we should. Uh... Yeah. No, yeah, well, that's a spoil. That's an actual spoiler alert because that show's not related. But you should. Well, yeah, you should watch Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Very good. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Sorry if I ruined it, but like it's been <laughs> out for more than a year now. That last season, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. We don't want Vecna, uh, Jamie <laughs> yeah. Campbell Bauer, but like yeah. the, you know, just the standard, yeah, the, yeah, the regular hair. Jamie Campbell Bauer. Do you have anybody else? I have a, I have, I have two more. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, all right. Behind the scenes, I told him about this <laughs> uh, prompt, and like three minutes later, he came back with how many seven uh, one. Two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven. <laughs> I have seven. Okay. Uh, I had uh, I had Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought like it would just be a good take to just have like, karate. Yeah, just the, like such a like Legolas. like a powerful, sensual karate. Yeah, Legolas. who could do splits? <laughs> yeah, I mean he's doing. Like it, you know, where uh, I mean, Orlando Bloom was doing like some like all these acrobatics yeah, and fights. Like, he's down, definitely doing yeah. like a split between two. Moves <laughs> yeah, that's or exactly something. what I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good one. He's got like he's got one ankle on each chauda, and then he's just like yeah. shooting arrows into the <laughs> into the hydrodrome <laughs> on the other side. Um, I also put down. He's a little muscly, but uh, Alexander Skarsgård, um, one of the many oh, Skarsgårds. Yeah. Uh, he was. Um, uh, I think he was the one Just in sort True of, Blood. I think right. He was in that one. I don't. I don't want to be mean, but he's a little interchangeable with all those yeah. other Nordic, <laughs> um, yeah. like big action yeah, stars. A bit. He's also <laughs> in. Um, he was uh, the star of uh, The Northman, which is a badass movie. Which 
I highly recommend Robert Eggers. Oh yeah, I need yeah, to Robert watch Eggers that, directed yeah. and wrote it. It's fantastic. He also did The Witch and some other stuff. So he's a good actor. He could do it. Um, but my most serious one, and this I think is actually a really good casting decision. This is a very serious one. Oh God! <laughs> it's uh, Lu- oh, it's Louis it Fabio because <laughs> we keep casting him. <laughs> I just think we should just have Louis Guzman all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's just. Uh, all right, I think I think so. Very I think virile, for man, not virile. our virile, <laughs> not virile. That's a, that's a callback joke. I think episode. for our <laughs> for our uh, adaptation, we should have Luis Guzman as the understudy for every <laughs> role. <laughs> so he's just like the stand, like if somebody yeah, has to somebody back out, out and like it's okay, yeah. we got it covered. We got Luis. Like a like a Louis Guzman Arwen. <laughs> I'm know? just imagining that would his be face with like a long, just straight haired black wig on. <laughs> like I, I just want to like you know the scene with the uh, the banner where she kind of like pulls it to the side and she's like, oh yeah, who's at the end here? of, uh, at the, end in of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like check oh it my out. Gosh, she's here. It's yeah, Louis it's Guzman. just like. It's just Luis Guzman and just framed with this like perfect black straight hair, <laughs> like all these crystals and stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, he has a he's a carcanet yeah. of crystals upon his head. It's just like, um, oh, wow. Now, that's almost, not, well, now that's imagining not what Hugo Weaving's there. Elrond behind him, just like crying happily, <laughs> he's like, holding hands. <laughs> It's like my beautiful daughter. <laughs> I have to. I I must bid her farewell, but um, she's in the hands of the one she loves, and it's just yeah, Luis Guzman and Vigo Mortensen, uh, Vigo Mortensen just kneeling on a uh, Luis yeah. Guzman. Always the right casting. Wow, choice. that's that's powerful. I don't want him to be like the butt. Oh, of I our genuinely joke, love but, him like, as an actor. I want to really, see him in everything. So yeah, I'll see he's him great. In he's he's fantastic. But also. He, I don't think he fits a single character in oh, Lord of the Rings. No. So Baby that's Gimli. why he's like Baby our. Gimli. But that is even that's not quite right. No, I don't quite right. Think it's like so. I yeah, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. It would be the closest. But, like, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe no, Barlam right, and Butterbur. But... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, oh, I could see a Barlam in. Yeah, like, <laughs> a even more smartassy kind of Barlam and Butterbur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah anyway we're going crazy we're, here <laughs> we're definitely yeah <laughs> that so that's definitely the uh yeah. he's the understudy yeah, he's or yeah he, understudy. like he's always Absolutely. the backup pick just in case we, yeah we can't get <laughs> who we're looking for christ uh, all right i think that pretty much means yeah <laughs> <we should wrap laughs> <up. laughs> like let's just let's just let's just stop this <laughs> Yeah, I I hope I hope we were able to at least at least yeah, I hope you guys like have the, a somewhat of you know, an understanding of this. Elves, at the end of the day, the most important thing to understand is that the Noldor are like one of the most important yeah. groups of elves because like to yeah. the stories that we know, and like the the reason that they are, you know the way they are is sort of like part of that is uh because of their their journey across middle earth and the fact that they lived in the light of the two trees and all that um and like that's just yeah. you know it, in just watching lord of the rings you don't really need to know this stuff but if you want to start getting like a uh, little yeah. deeper into that's things the whole point it's, of this podcast it's, it's like if you're a casual enough. fan who wants to learn more hopefully we can help you get there a little bit and we get it right and we get it right yeah yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, so, once again, send in your corrections yeah. to what's the email? The email to? is Lord of the Wrongs Podcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a, a DM on Instagram on our Instagram account, which is Lord of the Wrongs Podcast. And while you're uh, while you're up on your soapbox, Zerb, do you want to give us a Tolkien fun fact? Yes, I do, and I'm actually ready for it this week. <laughs> wow! So, uh, so it goes against the the nature of it but I know, continue but, you know i thought of it uh, <laughs> as we were recording this episode <laughs> no oh, i mean well, i did no, the research go, yeah. while we were recording no, this episode that's what i meant to say 
Well, no, you thought about how you found yeah. the research. Yeah, earlier. that's right. Anyway, All right, continue. It's, it's, so uh, originally, Tolkien. Well, what we you know we all know Tolkien went through various changes in his legendarium up until he died. I mean, he scholars making changes. And um, orig- one of his ideas for the elves were that they were um, toy makers, that they were the best toy makers in the world. Um, they could make enough toys to give to all of the all these good good children of, of Middle Earth. Um, and um, yeah. Yeah, toy wow. makers. That's, uh, that's good. Did they also make uh, little sandwich cookies? Yeah. They lived in trees like, you know, like normal elves, most many elves do. And um, yeah, they made cookies and toys and yeah. Wow. Um, and Rice Krispies. That's, and yeah, Rice that's Krispies. crazy. I didn't, I didn't know that. As oh, well, Rice yeah. Krispies. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> just this, that sigh. Like, of, like, it's like he just gave me a like a punt, <laughs> like where I'm like I'm enjoying it, but I also I have to, like I can't. It's, I like, can't yeah, it's it. like I really it's like, I shouldn't abide this. <laughs> I should not. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> what a massive waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you had a good time. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah. hope you learned Namadier. something. Namadier, friend. Namadier. Join us on our next episode. <laughs> we'll see you next time.